this hour. In fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you, and thank you to the Ace Hardware folks. Thank you, and uh, thank you for tuning in this afternoon. I am here to answer your lawn and garden questions on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Oh, goodness. Was it seven weeks ago that we didn't have beautiful Saturday afternoon? Wasn't that about what it was? Something like that. Oh, my goodness. This is nice. So thank you for that. Nourishment say thank you for that. Gardeners certainly do, too. Uh, let's talk about the plants at your place. Pick up the phone. Give us a call, if you will, please. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones in that other studio over there. And that's at 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. So give us a call and let's talk about plants. I'm here this afternoon. Um, I'll kind of get things started a little bit. Uh, I can't tell you if a crepe myrtle is dead or alive yet. <laughs> I put that post up on my Facebook page last night after asking people from all over Texas, what are you seeing in your crepe myrtles right now? And it's amazing to me that... Um, uh, the uh, crepe myrtles in South Texas aren't a whole lot farther along than ours in the Metroplex are. Now, down around Houston and southwest of Houston, toward Katy and and uh, Fort Bend County and and down in that area, they are farther along. They posted photos. I had about uh, right at a thousand people who posted photos. And um, but uh, Austin, ah, uh, they're just breaking bud, just leafing out. And I thought, well. In the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney, they're just breaking bud. They're just leaving out. So it's too early to make any determination on Crepe Myrtles. Uh, too early to make determination on Vitex, but they're leafing out now. People, I'm thinking about the things that people are asking about. My Facebook page in the last um, month has grown by 18,000 people. And um, every one of them showed up with a question about, is this plant dead? <laughs> and... And so I'm doing my best to keep up. Um, most things need a little bit more time to prove whether they're dead or alive. There's no question on Indian hawthorns. They need to be replaced. There's uh, no question on Asian jasmine. It needs to be trimmed back because it's not dead. Oleanders aren't dead. They just need to be cut back so they can re-sprout. Gardenias are gone if they're totally browned. So are pittosporums if they're totally brown. It's just plant after plant you begin to learn how they react and then there are some plants that are kind of in between uh, 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 pomegranates are gone eliagnus a lot of them seem to be gone and i'm surprised by that one that's a very durable shrub and so on eliagnus as an example do you landscape to the 100 year cold spell or do you go back with another eliagnus well I, I wouldn't be afraid to recommend that one again but i'm certainly not recommending uh, loquat never have for our area I never have recommended uh, some of these plants that are very tender in our area. I got burned in 1970-something or other by pittosporums that I had, and so I, you haven't heard me recommend them. Same with the Japanese ewes. Uh, they're just not reliably winter-hardy in North Texas. And certainly with gardenias, if you're going to plant them, plant one. That's enough. I, only so much fragrance you can handle anyway. So that's the sort of thing we can talk about. Or if you want to look ahead toward... Uh, just general things that would normally come up in the springtime as we turn from March into April next month and uh, next week. I'll be happy to deal with that. I'll be really happy to deal with that. So give us a call. It's toll-free, 888-787-KLIF. I may have covered all the questions you had. I may have just talked myself out of a program. 888, somehow I think not. 888 787 5543. Call right now. Today's SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week is in McKinney, and you may have heard that the SPCA of Texas will be closing the McKinney shelter at the end of April and consolidating all efforts with the Dallas shelter. It's an economic decision. That's a, a shame for those of us who live in McKinney because the uh, Russell H. Perry Animal Care Center is a lovely facility and it's just uh, more than the, the not-for-profit can handle, I guess. And they have a, a, a plan that will make it a whole lot more achievable for them. And, and God bless them for what they're doing. I was there the day that opened. 
20-some years ago, and it was a, a joyous and celebratory day, and so I hate to see it go. Several of our dogs have come from that shelter, and you can adopt one today. It's Persephone. Persephone is an 8-year-old Rottweiler mix weighing in at 86 pounds. She's a big, beautiful girl with a shiny black coat and the reddish tan patches on her face and chest, giving little eyebrows that give her the most inquisitive expressions. Persephone may be a senior girl, but she still has a whole lot of love to give. She's a gentle giant, and she's become a favorite among the staff who care for her. She wiggles her nub of a tail each time you visit her, and she'll do just about anything for treats and attention from people. She loves tummy rubs, curling up for naps in a soft bed, and playing with soft toys. She enjoys her daily walks, especially when they include breaks for pets and ear scratches. This sweet girl has the heart to match her size, and she really does just want to be loved and loved and loved some more. Persephone would prefer to be the only queen in your home without other pets. She would do well with older children. She'll make a loving companion for anyone uh, for a looking for a giant teddy bear. From now until April 25, you can adopt Persephone or any other adult cat or dog from the SPCA of Texas for 50% regular adoption fees, half off. Persephone is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Russell H. Perry Animal Care Center in McKinney. To request an appointment to meet Persephone, they invite you to visit spca.org adopt spca.org slash adopt and then you enter the name Persephone. <laughs> you know how to spell that? I wouldn't have guessed that one. It's not difficult. It's P-E-R-S-E and then phone. It's as easy as that. P-E-R-S-E P-E-R-S-E P-H-O-N-E just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Persephone's been spayed, microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She'll be waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, Russell H. Perry Animal Care Center at 8411 Stacy Road. That's a quarter mile east of Custer and a couple miles north of 121. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. They invite you to browse the available animals at spca.org slash findapet. And that's all written together. spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. Now that's sponsored today by Whiskey Stone. These are leaders in the stone industry. I hope you'll get out to Whiskey Stone. What a beautiful day today would be to make that pilgrimage. And it is a pilgrimage. It's a journey, a destination, place to be. At 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, they've been there since 1983. That's 38 years now. Whiskey Stone, a third generation family business. Want to call them? It's 817. 817- 429-0822-whiz-q.com. Mike and Derek Wiznand are the second and third generations out of the family. They own and operate WhizQ Stone. That's W-H-I-Z-Q.com. And WhizQ Stone has every possible kind of stone you might want. Now, for example, if you're looking for a big, beautiful, decorative stone as a, a, a focal point, they have that, certainly, landscape boulders. But they also have beautiful stones that you might use as a, uh, to, to build a waterfall or a retaining wall. Or maybe you want, uh, you want some kind of um, paving stones that you could use for a flagstone walkway or patio or pool decking. They have decorative gravel. They have paved stone interlocking concrete pavers. And they have river rock. I love river rock. I like to say it. I like to use it in my landscape. I love to look at it. River Rock. From Whiskey Stone, once again, they're open Monday through Saturday, open right now at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. They'll deliver anywhere that you are. If you can hear this, they'll deliver to you. It's Whiskey Stone. 
Hi, I'm Dee from Justin Ace Hardware in Justin. Visit us in the Garden Center. We've got everything from abelia to ZZ plants. Come see us for reliable local help. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Dee, very much. Appreciate that. I hope when you go into these stores, uh, they're scattered all over the Metroplex, and you'll hear a store from your neighborhood before long. And so I hope that uh, when you do, you'll go in and ask for that person and uh, and, and tell them, hey, I heard Neil. Heard, heard you on Neil's program. Thank you for sponsoring something to that effect. That will mean a huge amount. Our first call today is Rick in Fort Worth. Rick, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for calling. How can I help you? Well, I have two questions. One is for our favorite, uh, the, the guy who preceded you. Ed Wallace was asking uh, to ask uh, Neil if his Asiatic jasmine is going to be is dead like it looks, and if the Nandinas are dead like they look, and should they be replaced? And Absolutely question, not. They they both need to be cut. Uh, should have been cut back uh, several weeks ago. Uh, I cut my uh, Nandinas. Actually, I normally cut Nandinas, uh, the, the tallest. Hear me on this. It's a two-part answer. Uh, Nandinas okay. I will always cut every year. I'm talking about upright Nandinas. I will cut uh, the tallest half of the canes let's say i have uh, a bed that has 50 canes i'll cut 25 of them completely to the ground and leave the other 25 and and the the ones i've cut to the ground will start with new shoots and they'll fill in so that the thing is is nice and full from the ground up this year because everything lost all of its leaves i cut them all to the ground about an inch above the ground and they're just zooming out of the ground right now they're several inches tall two or three inches tall and a month from now they will be beautiful they'll be uh, six or eight inches tall eight or ten inches tall and they'll be on their way asian jasmine uh, used a line trimmer about three weeks ago to get all the dead foliage out of the way clean the beds up blow them clean them make them look nice and tidy not pretty but tidy and uh, there's a bunch of green growth coming now and Thank you. I'll tell Ed that if he didn't hear it. Now, my question is real simple, and maybe I've got like a billion little seedlings. I think some from uh, most of them from trees and then some from uh, the bird seed that uh, we put out during the winter and what have you. And they're all coming up in my mondo grass, around my Japanese maples, around around everything. It's just it's like a. An infestation. What do I do about it? Mm. Or can I do anything? Well, <laughs> uh, what I would what I would suggest first of all on the bird seed is go and seriously go to a different type of bird seed. I would recommend most highly that you get away from a mix that has millet in it because they don't eat that stuff. They just kick it out in the ground, and that's what germinates. Uh, I use uh, where I have ground cover. I have mondo grass uh, in our in our shaded backyard. And I use oil-type sunflower seed, the little black oil seed. And sure. the birds devour all of it. Uh, my wife and I were just marveling at how the doves are on the ground eating anything that the songbirds have kicked out of the feeders or dropped, accidentally dropped. And so it's a it's a, a, a cleanup process. And any that germinate are easy to get rid of. Millet, by comparison, is uh, is a grass that is really... A mess if it comes up in mondo grass so i think endure it this one year and then just change your seed next fall um as far as uh, as far as tree seedlings coming up in mondo grass that one's going to be a little more difficult that may involve some hand pulling or if you can get at it with a broadleaf weed killer but you're going to have to be very careful not to get that on your mondo grass because yeah. uh because uh, it's it's not a true grass it's a a a plant that could be damaged by weed killers, so you have to be careful. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. What about safflower seed for birds? I think it will work quite well. I haven't used it myself. I think it would be fine. I've just had such incredible results with the black oil sunflower seed, even with goldfinches. I don't get the Niger thistle seed. Yeah. It's what they love, uh, but I, I, huh, I, I feel our, our – uh, giant feeders every day we we go through 25 pounds of oil sunflower seed in uh, seven to ten days and yeah. uh, that's as much as i can afford anyway so 
Anyway, <laughs> well, that's what I would suggest. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thanks for the call, Rick. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right, let me tell you about my book. My book is on the presses, folks. I have actual photographic proof from San Antonio sent to me by my sales rep. So we are underway with the fifth printing of Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, The reason that it is on the presses and I don't have any books to sell you is there is a paper shortage. And it's going to be, I was told, about three more weeks before we get any books. That may be three to four weeks would be my guess. Because once it's printed, it has to go to the bindery. And so uh, at that point, that's a different company. And uh, then it will be shipped to us. Here is my deal for you. This is the book that's been through four printings now. And uh, we have sold 60,000 copies. It's self-published. All the copies go right through my uh, house. Uh, Well, I got thrown out of the house. They were in the dining room and the sunroom. And I'm now in the garage. (laughs) You read between the lines. It's okay in the pandemic. But now that we uh, have had our shots, the grandkids get to come in the house. And Lynn said, that's enough. That's enough. So I'm out in the garage. But all the books come here. And I'm broadcasting from home. And so the books come through here. Uh, They're not in stores, not on Amazon. Every book is signed. I sign every book as it sells. Here is my offer to you. This book that has 11 chapters covering every aspect of outdoor lawns, landscaping, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, everything, including a chapter dedicated specifically to when do you do all these things. 48 pages, four pages per month of when to do things. That book that in a store would be 55 or $60 is only going to be thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. Signed copy, I'll sign it for you. But you can get it for thirty-one ninety-five if you're willing to order it today, and then let me send it to you the minute we get it. Now, if you order today, you'll get one of the first copies. If you wait until right before I tell you, hey, they're on their way, then you're going to have to wait a little while more because you'll be at the bottom of the list, at the end of the line. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. It's a hardback, printed in San Antonio, all 11 chapters covering every aspect of gardening. Satisfaction guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. Not been asked to refund on any one of the 60,000 books yet. Here are the two ways you can order. You can wait and call during the week, one 800 grow That's one 800 But the better way to get you up on the list as high as you can go is to order right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Well, that's for the foundation. How about the other side of the house, the top side? How about for the roof? I would recommend to you Wortham Brothers Roofing, Texas' premier roofing contractor, serving the entire Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. This is a second-generation family business, and they will do you a wonderful job on roofing. Had a lot of hail just a couple of days ago. If you had hail damage to your roof, let them come out and do a an inspection of your roof. Folks, don't open your door. Don't answer the phone to people who are soliciting any kind of um, uh, any kind of uh, roof damage repair. That's not the way you want to do that. There are so many fly-by-night people doing that kind of work. It's not work. They take your money and they either do a shabby job or they don't do any job at all. Call a legitimate company. Hopefully it'll be Wortham Brothers, but at least let it be somebody that's been in business for a long time and has established a good working relationship with the Metroplex. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company certainly has done exactly that. Call them and let them go up on your roof and see if there's any damage. They will take photographs. They will show you 
they will advise you as the best roof for your home and uh, then you can talk to your insurance company and get a settlement and uh, then they will give you the the best roof for the amount that you are able and willing to spend for that roof they will in our case uh, we had our our budget we had our our settlement and uh, we got a much better roof than we had had and we thought we had a good roof we got continuous ridge vents we got a 40-year heavier roof and boy that saved us a bunch on our insurance the uh, continuous ridge vents have saved us a bunch measurable bunch on our summertime heating uh, cooling bills by getting that heat out of the attic oh my goodness wortham brothers knows their business 972-562-5788 integrity plus that's wortham brothers roofing company 972-562-5788 WBRoofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right, Mark, thank you very much. Uh, folks, uh, one other caller that I had uh, didn't wait, and so we have two open lines right now. If you'd like to call, it's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Mike Bass will catch your call and get you ready to go on the air with me. It's really very painless, uh, 888-787-5543. We go to Larry in Forney. Larry, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Lil. Neil. I have a question about Indian hawthorns. Uh, I heard you talking about them. Uh, mine are completely brown. Uh, my question is, are they dead? Are they not coming back? And if they are, should I go with Indian hawthorns again? And my third question is, if I do go with them again, how hard is it going to be to find them at the nursery? Uh, it is. Uh, they are dead. They will not come back, at least none that I have seen in Dallas I haven't been in Fort Worth. Uh, in Dallas, Collin counties, uh, I have not seen a living Indian hawthorn uh, in the last six weeks. Okay. Um, I would not want to replant with Indian hawthorn because they have a fatal fungal leaf spot disease. It was about to get them anyway, called endomosporium. Okay. It's the same thing that has taken out the red tip photinias. Um, okay. So it was just a matter of time until most of them got sick and died anyway that's a, that's an overstatement but they are so prone to it that i wouldn't i wouldn't take that chance and uh the answer to your third question which now is irrelevant uh is it will probably be very easy to find them because nobody okay. nobody wants them after they froze and after they you know once they know that they have the disease the problem is and here i have done a big disservice to the nursery industry and to my listeners and to everybody by saying that Carissa Holly is the best replacement for Indian hawthorns. I've been saying that for years because it looks like Indian hawthorn, except for it doesn't bloom, but it has leaves about the same size and the growth form is about the same. Well, now all of a sudden, everybody wants Carissa Holly and, 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 and there aren't any. I mean, it's going to be hard to find them. And so, you know, I'd leave that up to you. It, it will be available. It's a wonderful shrub. And all you have to do is look around at what survived the freeze and what didn't. And the hollies are rock stars, all of the hollies. You also have dwarf Yopon holly. You have dwarf Burford holly. You also, and they're not exactly chain, uh, trade-outs for Indian hawthorns, but they are, are pretty close in growth form. And then uh, dwarf Chinese holly is a trade-out, except it's very prickly. People object to the, the prickles, and that's why you don't see it as much. I love it. I have it right beside my front door, but uh, and I've had it for 44 years, and nobody's ever complained about it. Um, okay. And it came through unscathed, but that's up to you. And and then there are other plants, but there's nothing that looks uh, anything like Indian hawthorn other than Indian hawthorn. I I just with my conscience, I can't recommend them. Okay. All right. That's what I need to know. Thank you. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. Oh. And Richard, I hope you just heard all of that because that's exactly what you just asked. Recommendations for replacing Indian hawthorns. I can help on the Pittosporum, but that's going to that's going to depend on which Pittosporum you're talking about. If it's Wheeler's Dwarf, it's the same list of 
of, of plants. So I'll let you and, and Mike uh, uh, arm wrestle on that one. And if it's regular pittosporum or variegated, the bigger ones, then I'll, I'll sure try to help. We have our tiny garden tip, and we'll get to that right now. Baylor's Cotton White. Nobody ever said you need to be sick to get better. Baylor's Cotton White Health has innovated how people get well and how they stay well. My wife had a doctor's appointment yesterday. They were checking in on some things that she takes um, for just a long-term medical uh, thyroid issue that she's had. People have that. And uh, I'll see a couple of my doctors this week for things that I have. People have them. I'll see my cardiologist this week just for a regular checkup. No known problems. I'll see just for a regular checkup. And uh, these things are things that Baylor does to make sure that we are on track. We love the Baylor healthcare system. They have meant so much to our family, and they will continue to mean a whole lot in the ensuing weeks. Now, we've got uh, things going on that... that uh, or Baylor just really steps in to help. And that's what they can do for you as well. Prevention might just be the prescription. Teaching is on their treatment plan. Everybody is on your team helping you. At Baylor Scott & White, they believe being better is a way of life. So they try to get you well to a point that you are well, and then they try to keep you well and show you how to do that. At Baylor Scott & White, they believe being better is so critical to you and uh, their members uh, keep you at the core of everything they do. Patients are why the professionals at Baylor Scott & White work tirelessly to make health care work better, ensuring we all can access the care we need when we need it. Your friends at Baylor Scott & White say better is who we are. It's who we've always been and always will be. That's kind of their mantra as they do their job. In fact, I've, I've heard my wife, she's on the board at Baylor McKinney, and I've heard her say under her breath that's the Baylor way she's quoting some things that she's heard in board meetings and she's watched them do great things and she tells me that that's the Baylor way right there that was the Baylor way Baylor Scott and White Health changing health care for the better learn more at getbettertexas.com this is the Ben Shapiro show Remember, the only reason he's president is because he was Barack Obama's vice president. He's not responsible for anything that he has done over the course of the last several months. And then he takes advantage of a vaccine program not created by him and a distribution program not headed by him and then says that he is the guy who made all of it happen, which is just not true. And the media, of course, are just sycophantically drooling over the guy. I'm Ben Shapiro. Join me Monday afternoon from 2 to 4 right here on Real News and Information 570 KLIF. I want to tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now, and I want to tell you, I, I kind of hinted at... Uh, at uh, the, uh, the the enjoyment that we have with the wild birds in our backyard, the native songbirds, the migrating birds, and uh, all the enjoyment that we have in our backyard with our feeders. We have seven feeders. I have six now. The raccoons pulled one down. And so I'm not putting that one back up. We'll put it back up when the hummingbirds come back through in a week or two. And it'll be on a different bracket that they can't access. It was a cast iron bracket. Uh, anyway, Wild Birds Unlimited has everything that you need to help you enjoy uh, uh, bird watching to the absolute fullest. Now, if you're looking for some little 10-cent bird feeder, that's not what they sell. They sell quality. They sell quality products and quality seed, and they give out the best of advice because these people love bird watching and bird feeding and 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 nature they just love and they are enthusiastic about it they will share that enthusiasm with you i love wild birds unlimited the store in mckinney birdie's store cheryl miller her name is birdie i don't know if it was that before she went into wild birds unlimited uh, and and bought the store started the store but let me tell you that store is the store in the nation I, I that was a year ago i don't know if it has won for the second year in a row or not I, i'll ask her i'll ask her that but it's an awesome store and you need to see it it's on harden boulevard and it is just south of tom thumb like 20 steps south of tom thumb come out the south entrance to tom thumb hallmark store birdie store and who's getting most traffic birdie store <laughs> love that store and you will too and let me give you the address so you can put it in gps 3001 south arden boulevard and that's just it's half a mile 
It's uh, maybe a mile north of uh, Sam Rayburn Tollway 121. It's right past the McKinney uh, football stadium. And uh, just keep going a little bit, and there will be Wild Birds Unlimited. Bringing people and nature together. Wild Birds Unlimited, 3001 South Harden Boulevard. Open Monday through Saturday. Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. If you're considering a new walk at your home, we're discussing a few of your choices here this weekend. Most houses come factory equipped with simple concrete walks running from the street straight to the front door. If yours isn't especially functional, don't feel like it's permanent, you can change it out. Exposed aggregate concrete certainly is more natural looking than smooth troweled concrete. Small stones are pressed into it as it cures and then cleaned to resemble a stone pathway. There was a lot of this 25 or 30 years ago. There's less of it now, but it is an affordable way to have a vast upgrade in appearance. Brick walks are beautiful, but you must choose a type of brick that either matches your house exactly or you need one that's at least complementary to it. It needs to be a hard-fired paving brick that can handle the rigors of freezing and thawing in the soil, in the wet soil. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about the people who sponsored this hour, next hour, and all the hours this year right here on KLIF. KLIF that is Ace Hardware. Ace is that place with the helpful hardware folks, folks who will greet you at the door, let you know that you are an appreciated customer. They will try to help you. They'll try their best to help you. I am amazed at the service that they give you. Your North Texas Ace Hardware Dealers. I don't know why I'm amazed because I, I, I witnessed it for years, but you need to go in and experience it yourself. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace Retailer. Find a great deal on Miracle Grow Potting Mix. Two cubic foot bags, sale price $12.99. Save $3 with your Ace Rewards card. You're going to pay only $9.99. There's a limit of 60 six zero bags not a typo that's for real folks your plants want to show off for you give indoor and outdoor container plants the right ingredients to grow bigger and more beautifully with miracle grow potting mix their specially formulated mix feeds for up to six months for more blooms and more color it grows plants that are twice as large versus unfed plants that's miracle grow potting mix Two cubic foot bags, sale price twelve ninety nine, but you save three dollars more with your rewards card. Pay only nine ninety nine, limit of sixty at Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. The border crisis continues, more people getting vaccinated, and the Rangers play their first game in front of a full house at their new stadium. Plenty of news, and we'll cover it all. I'm Ernie Brown. Join me Monday at four on five seventy KLIF. Thank you, Ernie. Let me tell you about Neil Sperry's eGardens. You heard that reference to it just a moment ago. It's my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer directly to your email box on Thursdays just a little after 6 p.m. There always will be five stories. Always have been. 17 years we've done eGardens in several different uh, iterations. This is the last five years we've done it this way where you always get a featured plant of the week, you always get a featured question of the week, and you always get gardening this weekend where I outline the, the 10 or 12, 15 most critical things for you to accomplish in that weekend. That way you'll always be right on uh, time. And uh, so I hope that you will... Uh, I hope that you will look at eGardens and, and consider it. It's free. It always will be. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody. And uh, so you don't have to worry about spam as a result of signing up for eGardens. Take a look at it. The most recent issue is at neilsperry.com, right there where you do sign up. That's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Same place you go to buy my latest book. And uh, click on the eGardens tab, scroll down, you'll see where you sign up, and you'll see the latest issue of Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. We're your source for those great Scott's products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place for the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. 
Thank you, Scott, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Richard in Dallas. Richard, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. It's been a long time since I've spoken with you. Mike told me what you said about the Indian Hawthorne replacements. My pittus forms have been in about eight to ten years. They were about three feet tall. So I'm not sure which variety that is, but they never got much taller than that. They're all brown. Any replacements for those? And you say they're how tall or were? About three about three feet. Okay, well, that would be the dwarf pittosporums, and that is the same list that I gave. That would be Carissa holly, uh, dwarf yopon holly, uh, dwarf Chinese holly, and if you want something a little bit taller, it would be dwarf Burford holly, just to, to give you the ones that are out there and may be available. I, I, can't, okay. I, can't, I can't tell you how difficult nursery stock is to find or will be soon. I've been warning people from the, the day after the thaw that... This will be very difficult because uh, it was in short supply anyway after last year with all the landscaping that people did and nurseries had trouble getting uh, labor. And then sure. with this, this a lot of nurseries uh, had greenhouses collapse and uh, oh. heat and heat go off, and so they they had uh, they they had losses. And so it's well, it's a I'll, tough time. I'll have to live with that. The other two plants, which I I don't think you've mentioned today. I have several Encore azaleas and several purple diamond loropedalums. Uh, the loropedalums are all brown. The azaleas, some of them are coming back. I can see the green. Some of them aren't. Yeah, I think I'd hold hold off on both of those by another couple of weeks and see what happens. Uh, the uh, loropedalums, I've uh, had, uh, oh, I'll bet uh, 200 posts on my Facebook page asking about those. And I've put a garden tip or two, I guess two up, you know, maybe just one on, on Laura Pedlum. And it had, I think, maybe 100,000 people look at it and comment uh, about wow. it. Not 100,000, but I think probably uh, several hundred. And they, they were showing uh, buds on theirs as, as long back as, as a month ago. And people are still saying, hey, mine just produced buds yesterday. This, this happened last night. And they're, they're extremely variable as to when they're putting out new buds. I don't know if it's because of different varieties. My Facebook page uh, is now up to about 93,000 people. It just went past 93,000 uh, an hour ago. And uh, they're all over the state. And so I get reports from uh, down by Houston and Austin and, and up here. And, um, and so I get a nice variety of things. And things were killed everywhere, and and I, I think I just hold off on on Laura Pedlum. Um, okay. And then on the azaleas, some varieties seem to have been hurt worse than others, and that we would expect uh, because there are some some varieties that just are not as winter hardy. We already knew that before yeah. the before this cold. I we've not seen Encore azaleas go through a really bad. A cold spell before like this they're not they haven't been around that long uh, and they mm-hmm. represent a lot of different selections uh, over the years so uh, they would vary a little bit even in the group of encores but i would wait another week or two if you see absolutely no buds and if the stems i'll tell you how you can tell is is bend the stems and if they are brittle dry brown then they're dead if they are supple and just haven't put uh, new buds out yet then i'd certainly leave them um, okay. So that's that's Great. kind of the dividing I, line for you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Neil. Very you much. are very welcome, Richard. Be well. Good to hear Take from care. you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, let's see where we are. Let's go to uh, Steve in Fort Worth. I give you the number again: eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. One thing I will comment, and that is that scratching the stem of a plant with your thumbnail is not highly accurate because the green pigment in the in the trunk of a tree or in the stem of a, a, a branch uh, is going to stay there longer even after a, a stem dies. Uh, so you're looking for moist green tissue, not just green. And uh, that, uh, that flexibility of the stem with green tissue inside, that's a, a, perhaps a better uh, benchmark if it's flexible and green on the inside. Steve, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. It's good to talk to you again. Um, I'm worried about the old oak tree in the back. This is a 
Uh, I guess we planted it about 35 years ago. Uh, it's got a, a good two-foot diameter trunk. So what kind of oak? Big. I, I, was, I was thinking you were going to ask me that. It has acorns. I don't, that's all I know about it. Yeah, that um, narrows it down to all oaks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I can't help you with, with the kind of oak. All right. That, uh, so how large are its happen. leaves? Um, the, the leaves are about uh, two inches, maybe two and a half inches long. All right. And do they have lobes on the edges of them, big teeth, or are they are they shaped like your thumb? Um, pretty much like your thumb. So, is it uh, traditionally evergreen? No, no. Well, it does lo- lose its leaves. Seems like new leaves come out in the spring. Well, it doesn't lose the leaves in the fall, it loses leaves in the spring. All right, well, that would be a live oak. All right. Okay. This year, all live oaks in, in Texas, all the way to the Gulf Coast, uh, all live oaks turned uh, gray-brown uh, within two or three days of the 16th of February. The 16th was right. the coldest day. Well, and uh, they, they quick froze because of the cold. And... Uh, at their own paces, they are all regaining their color, their new, not the leaves, but the, the trees are, are putting out new leaves and catkins. Uh, right. If you drive down the Dallas Tollway, uh, you, well, you wouldn't in Fort Worth, but I'm sure in some of those corridors over around TCU, you will see live oaks that are just flourishing now, and you'll see some others that are lagging behind. I, I would be amazed if one-tenth of one percent of the live oaks in Texas uh, was killed by by the cold. One one hundredth of one percent. the cut off. Oh, I misunderstood. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've answered that other question so many times. I just it's been blazing <laughs> in my brain. Let me be quiet, well, and you ask your question. I will be quiet. <laughs> well, we we took off some limb, well, some of the lower limbs or uh, bashing the roof in of my of my uh, sheds there. So okay. we had to take off some lower limbs. We had to do it again and uh, and and try to. Take off enough limbs so they wouldn't stretch out toward the power lines that go behind okay. the house. Gotcha. And so we took off maybe five limbs, uh, anywhere from six-inch diameter up to about ten or eleven-inch diameter. These are pretty good-sized limbs. Uh, but wouldn't you know it? Encore came out the very next day, and they took off so much. I guess maybe fifteen or sixteen limbs were taken off, and and uh, I would say. More than half of the limbs are gone. Okay. More than more than half of the limbs that have leafy, leafy green leaves on. And I'm wondering if we killed it. Not by the pruning, no, sir. Uh, no, I sir. heard one time you take off more than a third of the. No, 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 no. I have seen ice storms break uh, break all of the branches off live oaks back in, I think it was the, uh, I think it was the New Year's, uh, 1979 New Year's Bowl, the Joe Montana Cotton Bowl uh, that I couldn't watch, uh, had no power. <laughs> but I, I think that was the one that broke so many live oaks and they all came back. They had to be trimmed and reformed. Uh, also, there is a bank building at... Uh, uh, Virginia and 75 in McKinney, northwest corner, that, that had, for some reason, had uh, all of their live oaks dehorned all the way around oh my uh, the, 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 uh, the front of the building, and they all came back beautifully. Uh, there is currently going on at Orchid and El Dorado Parkway in McKinney, the most horrific job of pruning I have ever seen in my oh, entire yeah. life. My entire life. I'll call it out for what it is. It's horrific. And those live oaks will come back, but they've been limbed up 30 or 40 feet in the air, theoretically, so that storefronts could be seen. But they've ruined the live oaks, and they'll come yeah. back. They'll just be bizarre looking. Yeah. Um, right. And and so um, no, they could. They don't care what they look like, and they'll be all right. But that didn't do it. The the cold probably did. Steve, you'll be all right. All right. I was worried about that, but yeah, uh, they'll come I back. They'll come back you. to bang into your roof again. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. You yeah. have a good day. Sorry I went off to Mars there on you. Appreciate the call. No, have a good uh, day. That, that was the secondary question. Alex. All right. Have a good day. Thanks for the call.
Alrighty, let me tell you right now about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Chapter 1, Basics of Gardening in Texas. Things you have to know about the hardiness zones and what zone you're in. Boy, did it come into effect this year. Look at page 5. I show you the 1990 map. You need to hang on to that because that's the one you need to follow. Uh, Chapter 2 is a calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants. 48 pages of when to do things. It'll tell you four pages per month what you need to do in April, coming right up, and May, and all the way through. There you go. Chapters 3 through 11 are detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. This is the best work of my career. I worked a year on this book. Everything that I have ever said or written is pretty much in this book. 840 of my photographs and 344 pages printed on high-quality paper. And therein lies the problem. I had to wait an extra three or four weeks for the paper to be made for the book. And it was not... Yeah, well, it was just there was a back back order on the on the paper, so that's why we're delayed by three or four weeks. Uh, and there is what I have to offer to you, because we're not going to have the books for three or four weeks at this point. I'm sold out of the fourth printing. They went unusually fast, and now the fifth printing is on the presses, but it will not be here for three or four weeks. Uh, I'm giving you a special offer. It's a one-time opportunity for you. Price will never be $31.95 again, but for the time being, until I get the books, $31.95 for what will be a $36.95 book. I just You're going to have to wait for that little bit of time. It'll be a signed copy. I'll start signing the day they arrive. I will set all things aside and sign, sign, sign. So here is the way you order. You can order it either by calling my office or by going to my website. Uh, the sooner you buy it, the the quicker you get the book, because they're going to be. I'm going to do them in the order in which they are bought, and there will be a ton that will be bought right at the deadline. Last year, when we did the fourth printing, it was 3,500 bought the last 48 hours, and that took a couple weeks to get through all those. So don't do that. Do it now. All right, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 3195 plus tax and postage for an extremely limited time. Order it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, or you can call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-G-R-O-W, 752-4769. Or the better way is at neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to come to worship. Outside and inside and online, multiple options this Easter season. You can find all this at our website, sharingtheheart.org slash Easter. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. I will tell you, thank you, Pastor Tommy, and Tommy's son, Josh Brummett, produced that for him. It was a father-son team on that deal. Nice job, both of you. Arborological Services, the leaders in tree care by a bunch. I mean, this uh, this race is not, it's over before it started. And uh, they are the only people who will ever touch our trees. These folks have specialists in every aspect of tree care, from plant pathology to entomology to uh, general forestry, you would expect that, to standard horticulture. They have college-degreed specialists, and they will take care of your trees. Call them at this number. Make note of this number. Now, it sounds like a national number of some sort, but they are a local company, totally local, 866 552-7267. Arborological.com is the website. It's Arbor, A-R-B-O-R-I, Logical, 
and it's a word it's a it's a forestry term arborological services whether you need routine tree management or whether you need something heroic done with your trees they are the specialists nobody does it better they take care of the finest trees in the north texas area call them arborological services 866-552-7267 arborological.com I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jabo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. When you need reliable, localized help in those great grilling products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Bill, very much. And let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Sue Ellen in Waxahachie. Sue Ellen, it's Neil. Good afternoon. Hi. So good to talk to you. Thank you. And your book has been open for the last month. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. What can I do but for there you? Is, well, I, I've had a problem with Dallas grass ever since we moved into this house, but dandelions, etc., seemed to be a bigger push, even though I'd pulled the Dallas grass. As you said, it's hard to get rid of. I made the big push this winter by pulling out all the dried-up whorls that I could find. I'm now seeing things green up, and I realize I've missed some when I was digging out, and I was wondering if all of the green stuff that I see that looks sort of like Bermuda grass is actually Dallas grass, or is the Bermuda starting to green up? Oh, Bermuda is very much greening up, and Dallas grass, when it greens up, has blades that are 50 times wider than the Bermuda grass blade, or 20 times anyway. Yeah, okay. Dallas All right. grass blades are wide. Uh, I have in the FAQ pages of my website uh, a really good way to get rid of Dallas grass. I'm telling you that in case I run out of time uh, for this hour. I have another hour, but it's D-A-L-L-I-S. Just be sure you spell it right. Mm-hmm. Dallas grass is mm-hmm. one word. Um, somebody posted on my Facebook page years ago a, a suggestion, and that is to take a, a one-gallon milk carton, cut the bottom out of the milk carton, take the lid off, of course, and then put it down over the top of the clump of Dallas grass during the growing season. Um, You could also do this during the winter if the Dallas grass is green and the lawn is brown. And then use just a standard glyphosate-only weed killer, just no other active ingredient other than glyphosate, and spray it right into uh, into that milk carton. That way you don't get it drifting all over your yard. You're just killing that one... Uh, square foot or less and it does a great job of killing the clumps of Dallas grass and the glyphosate okay. does not contaminate the soil okay all it's right. a lot easier than pulling and a whole lot more effective <laughs> yeah I, so anyway yeah. the music means that I'm out of time for this hour I'll let Mike check with you see if that covered everything I think it did but we'll check Janet I'm coming to you right on the other side of the news stay tuned folks we have another hour coming up <laughs> 